The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hey, this is the King of Bros, and you're listening to the Rough House Podcast. They're a couple of pussies, but they're not that bad. The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people. Hey everybody! Uh, hey guys, how are you? Welcome. Hiya, hiya, hiya. Rough House hey, Podcast. Dr. Marvin Monroe over there? Yeah, I am. Hiya, hiya, hiya. Um, hiya. Hiya. Uh, Marty here. I'm Christoph. Welcome. I'm about uh, I'm about five pounds lighter right now. feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Keto, right? Pretty, Keto's lifted that for you. Pretty good. Actually, I went to a, uh, a crab feast last night. Um, you know crabs. You just sit there and you eat crabs and you never get full. And you no. just get to the point where you're tired of eating them. Yes. And then, uh, yes. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. Uh, but I, man, I, they, I, uh, I actually think crabs only if it weren't so uh, expensive – would be a reasonable diet because you, you don't get much food and you just get tired of eating. Yeah, and then you shit your brains out, and yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it, it was a, a crap feast my mother-in-law got us tickets for. So I was like, hell yeah, free food and beer and everything. And then they have like the the liquor wheel where you put a dollar down and you win a bottle of booze. So right. I immediately went and won a bottle of whiskey. So that was oh, a good congratulations, start. Chris. <laughs> went back, won a bottle of wine, went back a little later, won another bottle of wine. Uh, so I was like, to the wife, you're driving home. Uh, <laughs> my sister and lo- sister-in-law and I polished off that bottle of whiskey real nice. Um, so yeah, that was it was whiskey and crabs and not much. The other food was yeah, that sounds was that basic sounds and low like rent. That's what occur after that. Yeah, show. and it 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 took it took a while because I woke up. Uh, I got up around eight because I had to take a leak, and then I was like, yeah, I know this is going to happen, but it wasn't happening then. It had to like you know work yeah. work its way up. So I went and yeah, fired your, your up. Your intestines uh, had to wake up as well. It's weird, but that's true. I, I yeah. feel like sometimes you have to be at least most half vertical mm-hmm. for things to mm-hmm. for gravity to take hold and everything exactly. to work its that's way science. out. That's why people yeah. come to the rough house. The, yes. the poop science talk. <laughs> the poop sciences. I have a I have a <laughs> I have a BS in uh, in poop sciences. <laughs> yeah, um, they said so... it was a shitty degree, but I disagree. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on. That's just corny. Um, hey. Now, hey, yo, hey. hey. So, 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 yeah, I went out and fired up uh, New Japan's Destruction of Kobe. Got some uh, got some pro res happening and then yeah. uh, finished finished watching it. And then the bubble happened. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to set up for the show. Yeah. So I went, went and luckily it was like, boom, uh, cocked, locked, ready to go. It was it was like the Batista fire. I'm just picturing you, and this is really for the the Patreon people who get the video. Just sitting at the toilet, like, ah! <laughs> uh, that's essentially what happened. And then yeah. it was uh, it was a quick stitch. I, I feel good, man. I yeah. feel like no, you, you're feeling good. You flush that pit of danger. Everything's all right. <laughs> I was walking alone in there, yeah. uh, and <laughs> luckily the cat wasn't trying to get in and uh, and and do his bit because he usually yeah uh, he ate like. 15 minutes prior and it usually takes about that amount of time you know new food pushing on old food for the kitten and he usually tries to get into the litter box which is in our bathroom in our tiny one bedroom apartment uh but uh but yeah luckily he uh he let me walk alone in that pit of danger and uh worked out okay so i feel good i'm ready to go i'm ready to talk some pro rest yeah exactly so it's been uh, a hell of a week in pro rest and here's the the crazy part chris yeah. this is comparatively a slow week. I know. <laughs> because in the future, we will have probably legitimately scenarios where Sunday's a pay-per-view. Monday mm-hmm. and Tuesday are mm-hmm. raw. Actually, it won't be Tuesday anymore. Monday is raw. Wednesday mm-hmm. will be NXT and NEW. Mm-hmm. Friday will be SmackDown. Then Saturday. And or Impact. And or Impact. Then Saturday might be an AEW show. And yeah. Uh, there's also rumored scuttlebutt that the new takeover schedule will be weirdly similar to the AEW pay-per-view schedule. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, yeah, it's gonna... And that doesn't include New Japan up. and the fact that they just do shows on Mondays for the fuck of it, so... Yeah, that, um, that's true. That is a weird thing about them Yeah, uh, that is kind of inconvenient, because I don't get a lot of free time during the week because yeah. of side gigs, but, um, but you know, I... I, I you know, it's one of those things where if I know the outcome of what I'm wa- watching, it doesn't necessarily deflate what what happens. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you, you lose a little bit of the of the shock of it. Yeah. But, um, you know, I can say that's uh, kind of okay. what kept me behind on the Jacob shows. Yeah, uh, I've really wanted to sit down and watch those. But it's like, well, there's shows that have more recently happened. Right. That are, I guess. And this is a really nerdy fucking thing to say about wrestling. But hey, have you listened to the show? Uh, it's they're more important to the canon of New Japan. So yeah, the, the overarching I, stories as opposed to like a good tournament match. Exactly, exactly. Also, I don't know if you've had a chance to sit down and watch any of the shows, but uh, th- the commentary was done in post, yeah. and f- both Japanese and English commentary is just one guy. So, like, uh, the Japanese commentary is one guy, not someone who I recognize by voice, okay. and then the U.S. English commentary is just Kevin Kelly by himself. So it's it's a little weird. It's a little yeah. weird to watch. I mean, I, I like Kevin Kelly, but he's best to bounce off some at least one other person. I think commentary in general is better when you have two voices, you know, the, the color and the play-by-play. Uh, but, you know, it just is what it is. But anyway, to talk about this week in wrestling, we should start... At the top, which of course yeah. is the thing, the show that I'm sure everyone who listened watched, Triple A at MSG, right? <laughs> that's that's the pay per view we all bought. All... At MSG asterisk. 
Yes, it wasn't. Yes. it wasn't at Madison Square Garden proper. It was yeah. at the what was the, what was the name of the place? The uh, uh, the Garden Arena. Uh, the it, well, it was co- used to be called the MSG Theater. Now it's the Hulu Theater at Madison oh, yeah, Square right. Garden. Uh, but yeah. it did sell out. They they had three thousand people or whatever it was mm-hmm. uh, live and in person. Um, nothing super of note besides apparently a baller uh, tag match with the Lucha Bros and LAX. Because uh, they want to do. Exactly. And Kane Velasquez, uh, Velasquez, excuse me. Yes. Uh, once again, looking like an absolute, you know, legendary professional wrestler, despite yeah. working one other match before this. I know hitting a, hitting a boss lethal injection. Yeah. Uh, a very it, pretty lethal injection. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. And I, I, you know, I haven't seen either of the matches with Kane Velasquez. I've heard nothing but good things. And the fact yeah. that, you know, he uh, voluntarily wears a mask because he loves Lucha Libre mm-hmm. and the history of Lucha Libre. It kind of, it kind of endears him to me a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, he's a huge pro wrestling fan. Um, I, it's, it's been talked about how, um, basically, if there's a pro wrestling show in the Los Angeles area, he's there. Uh, yeah. Up to and including, he was he and his family were at the J Cup show. Uh, oh wow! In, uh, in San Jose, so like he he's a, a full on fan. Uh, but apparently, Velasquez has interest from. AEW, New Japan, and WWE. Uh, Of course they do. (laughs) So it'll be interesting to see where, if anywhere, he lands, you know, if he decides, hey, I want to do this full time, or if it's just kind of a fun, uh, like if he's basically doing pro wrestler fantasy camp, um, you know, we'll we'll see where that lands. Uh, A a major bummer for AAA, though. Uh, Chris, did you know that that show wasn't just on Fight TV? It was on actual legitimate pay-per-view? I know I didn't because they didn't do a really good job of letting that being known. Yes. And if rumors are true, you want to guess how many buys they got, Chris? Three. Uh, You know what? That is actually lower, but not by much. If rumors are to be believed in the entire United States with the millions and millions of possible viewers on in-demand pay-per-view. Yeah. They received... 60 buys. <laughs> Six zero. Six zero. At, at what? What was it? What was it probably going 40, 50 bucks? Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was cheaper, if it was like 20 bucks, but still. Okay. 60. Now, granted, they were probably hamstrung by the fact that their show started the same fucking time as Clash of Champions. Uh, as Clash of Champions proper or the Clash of Champions pre show? Uh, I think it by the time that the show well, – I, I forget. Did the show start at 7 or did it start at 8? show started at 7. Okay, so I think they were going on at the exact same time. But nevertheless, okay. like don't don't put your wrestling pay-per-view on at the same time as the WWE pay-per-view. Like it's just, uh, yeah, just yeah, that's logic here. At least not until you're at a certain level. Uh, new, the tri- uh, AAA definitely not at that level yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know any uh, idea of what they did on fight? No idea what they did on fight, but I mean, okay. I, I know that was definitely the more heavily promoted viewing option. But then again, who the fuck was going to take the time to view it? Because also they decided, oh, it's going to be on access on Friday. Like they announced that on Monday that they're going to air it on Friday. So you just killed any replay buys whatsoever. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what the number is on replay buys though. I've, I've never. 
even thought to once a pay-per-view is aired yeah. to say, oh, hey, you know, I missed it, but I hear it's great. I'm just going to pull it, well, you know, still pay 50 bucks to see it. Well, I, I don't know if proper pay-per-view would have gotten it, but I would I would think, you know, the hardcore wrestling fan that was like, well, I watch Clash of Champions, but I want to watch AAA, they probably would have picked it up on Fight on Monday night, Tuesday night, whatever night, although with the way pro wrestling is right now, I guess Thursday night would have been the night you would have watched it. Cause it's right. the only one that doesn't have a wrestling show on TV. Um, yeah, but we're at the point where you could two screen that. I mean, that's yeah, what I, I, I two screened on Sunday. I, yeah. I turned off, uh, I turned off clash of champions around nine yeah. queued up succession on HBO, which is my fucking jam. Yeah. And then, uh, watched that hour of clash on my phone. Didn't miss a lot with Randy and Kofi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, and then got uh, got back and finished uh, Clash on the uh, after Succession was over. So you know, there's the two screen is a possibility. Very very true. But uh, you know, I I think they definitely kind of shot themselves in the foot with this. Nevertheless, oh. Clash of Champions was the Sunday night destination for professional wrestling. Uh, we talked uh, a bit last week about how it kind of felt like a lame duck show, and let's be honest, for the most part. It was, um, you know, yeah. we, we have new SmackDown Tag Team Champions in the Revival, which surprised mm-hmm. the shit out of me. Weirdly enough, uh, the other part of Revival KO uh, did not get the uh, world title as uh, Kofi retains. Uh, mm-hmm. That made a bit more sense on Tuesday, which we'll talk about. But at the time, I surprised uh, Randall didn't get himself another world title win. Um, I was surprised Miz didn't get the IC belt. Uh, they definitely decided Becky and Sasha was not going to be so much a match as much as yeah. an angle. Same with uh, Bailey and Charlotte, which definite bummer there. Um, yeah, I did not enjoy that. <laughs> really, the the only thing of note to come out of the show, holy fucking shit, Luke Harper's a human being again on on live professional wrestling television. In WWE, no yes, less. Yes. Well, after hearing all these rumors of Vince doesn't want him or doesn't have anything for him or doesn't see the need for him or whatever, and then they tacked on extra months uh, to his contract right, when he was injured right. in a really dick move. Um, but, but yeah, the last time Luke Harper was seen was the Worlds Collide, uh, his return match at Worlds mm-hmm. Collide, which was WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. He fought uh, Dijakovic. Yeah. Uh, it was a really good match. I enjoyed it. Um, I made made an effort to see watch that on network after it aired. Yeah. But yeah, he came back to the aid of uh, his his old uh, brother in bludgeoning, Eric Rowan, yeah. who had his uh, no-holds-barred match with, with Roman. And, you know... I, this is the best thing that could have happened to Eric Rowan at this point. I feel yeah, I'm not yeah, sure it's the agreed. best thing that could happen to Luke Harper aside from being back. Right. He gets s- to wrestle, you know, he gets to wrestle, but then he's, you know, stuck in a tag team with Eric Rowan again, which, you know, they won a couple titles and had a, had a really good run together. But, you know, if I'm fantasy booking Luke Harper's return, it's at a, a much bigger angle going mm-hmm. for a singles title. But, right. you know, uh, we always find something to complain about, uh, yeah. even in the good things, which yeah. is what we fucking do. But I am happy <laughs> to see him back uh, wearing an Amon Marth shirt, no less. So choice yeah, I was going to say at, at this point, does the Eric Rowan metal T-shirt spreadsheet need to become the Eric Rowan and Luke Harper metal T-shirt spreadsheet? Sure looks like it may, and I'm 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 all for it. I believe uh, Rowan was wearing an enslaved shirt on uh, on Sunday, so yes. yeah. uh, 
So there you go on that. The other big thing coming out of Clash of Champions, uh, Seth Rollins retaining the title after losing the tag belts uh, on the pre-show to the beloved and legendary tag team of Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Robert Roode. He's still Bobbert to me. Bobbert Bobbert Uh, Roode. Yes. Uh, So Seth won the match, and yes to our dear pal Brad, it was exactly as you'd expect. He got his ass kicked, then he hit his finisher a few different times, and he won. Um, He hit four different finishers? Five different finishers? Yes. Four four curb stomps and a pedigree. Yes, pulled out the pedigree because, you know, Triple H's finisher is always the best way to put someone down. Um, And he won the match. But what was exciting was they built right into the next big show, Hell in a Cell, which is only like two weeks away. Um, Yeah. Which it, it, that's a bonkers fucking week. Yes, because that that's the that's the bookend of um uh fucking the big week when AEW and SmackDown moves to Fox. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that week, which is starts next weekend, yeah, for us, yes, we're doing Saturday and Sunday New Japan shows. Saturday is New York. Sunday yep. is Philly. Uh huh. Monday is Raw. Yeah. Tuesday is an AEW preview special on TNT. Right. Wednesday then, is yep. the first full two-hour NXT, which we'll be at oh, well, in DC. Two-hour NXT, we won't be at. Oh no, 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 you yeah. said you said yeah. it, you said NXT. Yeah. Sorry. Then at the same time, T- AEW on TNT right. has a name. Talk about that in a, in a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, that will be Wednesday. Thursday, the world recovers. <laughs> yeah. We sleep. Yes. We come home from work and go directly to bed. Yes. <laughs> Friday will be uh, the first the premiere ever Friday Smackdown. Night Smackdown, which will have a blue carpet show. Hey, I'm fine with it. You know, yeah, it, 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 Fox is embracing it, which yes. is really all you can hope for at this point. Yes. They're leaning into it. They had Braun Strowman on like a very important Cardinals and Cubs game, which let baseball Twitter into an uproar. Um, <laughs> and Keith Olbermann, uh, you know, Pearls get... were clutched. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So that's 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 Friday. Yeah. Saturday. I don't believe there's anything right now. That's well, actually, Saturday. wait, what is King of Pro Wrestling? Hang on. Oh, God. Hang no, on. don't. Don't. Don't do that to uh, me. <laughs> NJPW King of Pro Wrestling. That would be October 29th. 5th is the date in question. Uh, it, it is. Okay. Okay. We're good. It's not, un- it's, it's not until Monday the 14th because okay. All right. uh, random Japanese holiday. Okay, so nothing on that. And then that Sunday will be Hell in the Cell. So yes. that's a bonkers week. Sunday will be Hell in the Cell. Monday will be Fallout from that. The following Friday, the 11th, is when the new draft starts. Yes, that's true. Oh, that's true. Oh, my God. Oh my and God. I will be in Orlando uh, that week, the oh. week of um, when the draft starts. So yeah. I'm trying to figure out how far Universal is from Full Sail and whether or not there are tickets available so that I can skirt off to NXT that Wednesday night. They're sold out through, like, November right now. Cunts. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Maybe StubHub. Maybe so much. Yeah, you know what? Actually, you know what I will do? Uh, I have a friend who goes to many of those tapings. How many tickets do you need? One? Just two. Two? Okay. Yeah, I'd imagine the wife would not want to sit in the hotel room alone. (laughs) 
I, I, I also, until you said Universal, I was like, is he going there for work? I'll, let me, let me de- hop in those DMs. We'll see what we can figure out. Anyway. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's anyway, a crazy week. Crazy so we're, week. We're but, circling back to Hell in a Cell. Yes. We got The Fiend. Yes. And The Fiend beat the fuck out of Seth. Uh, I gotta say, for as much as we were concerned about the execution of Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend, 10 out of 10 so far. They have immediately launched this guy into the main event stratosphere. He is intimidating. He's scary. Like, yeah, you know, maybe some of these things go for a beat or two too long and that sort of thing. But he is coming off like a threat. To which I will say this, because he looked like a threat on Monday, as we now sort of segue into Monday Night Raw. Um, I think it would be prudent to put the Universal title on The Fiend. Million percent. They have to. They have to. I mean, it's – I would be – I will be – Live and I'm a I'm like one of the few remaining full on Seth Rollins marks out there at yeah, this point. Yeah, I love me some Seth. Um, maybe some questionable Twitter game and 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 whatever else. Sure, but uh, I it you have to <laughs> take the title off him and yeah. put it to Bray Wyatt for a multitude of reasons. One, Seth Rollins, as much as I love him, hasn't really been setting the world on fire in terms of his United States or um, not United States Universal title runs. Well, I believe I've been told he's been burning it down, but you know. Well, is is, is your cat's head like in the uh, just poking out at the little hole there? Is is that what that is? What where? In behind behind you in the little blue tube, the other side. Oh, you know what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just yes, like it staring a hole in my eyes. Yes. Sorry, I got distracted. So, yeah, Seth Rollins has been burning it down. Uh, questionable. <laughs> um, so, you know, and his reactions, you know, people do the burn it down thing and he gets the pops. But the, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he really has the crowd behind him, as you would hope somebody sure. uh, in that position as a baby face would have. Sure. Um, so there's that reason. <clears throat> there's the reason of the Bray Wyatt curse, you know, anytime he has been built up in this big feud, he fucking loses. Yeah. And now is the time to snap that curse and have him win. He's never held. Has he even held any singles? Uh, Bray, Bray Wyatt was, was champ? He, well, he was a SmackDown champion coming out of elimination chamber oh, God, last year, that. two years but ago. That was only for yeah. like a month or something. Yeah. Cause he, he <clears throat> dropped it pretty quick uh, thereafter. But I mean, he had a hell of a showing and like that's one of my favorite elimination chamber matches True. in recent memory cuz he looked like a beast and it was you know the crowd went apeshit for it but you're right you know Bray Wyatt's always been this guy in the chamber that they've never really pulled the trigger on yeah. this is a prime opportunity to finally take advantage of the past god it's been 5 years of him being nearly that guy you don't want him to go on the pile of Dolph Ziggler's and Cesaro's and all these other guys where they should have been, could have been, but weren't. And this gimmick is so unique and so interesting and so effective that if they were to put a title on him now, it would solidify him as, you know, uh, 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 an all-time threat. I'm not going to say he's going to be the next Hogan or the next Austin or anything like that, but... He could be the first Bray Wyatt. He can be a guy that people talk about, you know, years on, just how unique and interesting his gimmicks were and that sort of thing. 
and people still would say that now, but having that belt just further legitimizes him. And he's done all the work to deserve it. Yeah, I mean, the creativity put behind this character, which, you know, if all the rumors are to be believed, is all of his doing. You know, this was his idea, mm -hmm. his idea to work with Tom Savini on the mask, his idea to do the Yowie Wowie Firefly Funhouse yeah. thing. And he's, you know, the creative um, uh, base of this whole thing. Right. And, you know, even when... Bray Wyatt originally premiered in Baltimore. I was there, by the way. Um, it was it was fresh and original and imposing. And, mm -hmm. you know, he had his weird teleportation powers as, you know, supernatural characters in WWE uh, tend to have. Yeah. Um, but it was it was imposing and it was fresh and it was a little creep. It was creepy, not right. full and scary. We've right. gone from 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 creepy to like holy shit this yeah he's he's a he's a fucking horror villain he's a, yeah. he's a he's a pro wrestling slasher film now right and you know you say not be the next hogan or next austin or even the next undertaker i mean it's kind of closest to that sort yeah, of yeah. supernatural sort of thing but it's not it's not even supernatural whereas the undertaker you know raised from the dead or whatever this is just a fucking schizophrenic murder clown yes <laughs> essentially yeah. you know this, this guy has some mental health issues and needs to needs to uh you know uh, sit down with mr glass and uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh and and you know the rest of the people from uh from the uh the glass universe the unbreakable yes. universe yes. which i finally watched glass by the way we can talk about that in the patreon yeah. um but uh, but yeah, it, it's it now is the time. They like you said, they've done a really good job in introducing him slowly. You know the way the Firefly Funhouse started as this weird kids thing, but every you know installment got a little bit darker and a little bit darker. And then we had the Fiends' awesome debut at SummerSlam, and now he's just calling his shot. Hell in a Cell is a perfect place for it. Yes. Is the match going to be in a cell? Yes. Is this one of the yes. Hell in a Cell the, matches? Okay. The two cell matches announced so far are uh, the, the match with The Fiend and Seth Rollins. And uh, signed officially as of Monday, it will be Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks in the cell. Hopefully this turnaround in the cell is better for Sasha than, yeah, uh, yeah. than, than the yeah. last with Sasha, with remember, you're like 80 pounds. You, yeah, you can't, can't break a table. a table. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Not unless but, it's fully gimmicked. Yes, yes. Score the shit out of the bottom of that table because that's very the only careful, way that's going to work. Be very careful setting it up because you don't want to look like a fucking dope. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, elsewhere on Raw this week, uh, not just Kane, but the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. Popped up. Uh, he won himself the 24-7 championship as well. He, he did win the 24-7 championship, which is fucking weird uh yeah but i i did enjoy the way it was executed uh it was a very classic uh archer's bit of comedy you know the secret service agent turning out to be a referee and yeah because uh, they were at the uh universe university of tennessee football tennessee. stadium yeah uh r-truth runs very quickly right into the goal posts knocks himself out Glenn wins himself a belt. Corporate Kane is now a champion. Um, so this is a uh, – has he held every title in WWE at this point aside from the Universal? Uh, he's held a lot of them. Um, I don't I think mean, he was ever U.S. champ. Was I don't he? think he was ever U.S. champ. I don't think he was, he was European uh, champ. Uh, was he European champ? Pretty sure he was at one point. Was he well, not? I, don't I could know. be wrong. I'm well, probably wrong. Any way you look at it, uh, you know – just another uh, another uh, another brick in the wall for for Kane there. 
Um, so, yeah. Red, so that, Red Floyd. Yes. Uh, so I, I, I did enjoy that, and I, I kind of enjoyed uh, the fact that he did pop up his cane towards the end of the show and, and, yeah. and all that. I mean, uh, it's especially cheesy now that he's, like, a legit politician, that yeah. he shows up and puts on the fake hair with the mask and all that stuff. But I, I think it's fun. Libertarian hero, uh, yes. Glenn Jacobs. Yes. Mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Yes. Good on you, bud. Known friend of Vince Vaughn. Glenn Jacobs. Like what? Yeah, there's an awkward as fuck photo of Glenn Jacobs and, and Vince Vaughn on the internet. Like swingers Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll send it to you after the show. Uh, I, I highly That's recommend bizarre. Googling it. It's it's one of my favorite random professional wrestler with ce- celebrity photos. Also on Raw, holy fucking shit, the AOP are back. Yeah, as like the Salamanca brothers yeah. from Breaking Bad, just yeah. cutting promos in Croatian or whatever the fuck language they speak, yeah. and uh, looking like badasses in suits. I'm for it. This you know, is, this is what I've talked about for the longest time. Bless you, Paul Heyman. Bless you for bringing the UFC countdown style promo to the show. If a yeah. guy can't cut a good promo in English, fine. Have him cut a promo in his native language. Pre-tape it. Subtitle it. They'll look just as badass. Yeah, it, even more badass because, yeah. you know, it's an aggressive – The well, I guess it's an aggressive promo, but it just sounds – it's just anything else in a different – that's why I love, you know, hearing uh, Asuka scream going crazy in Japanese. Oh, yeah. I love watching, you know, all the all the crazy uh, post-New uh, Japan promos and stuff like that. You know, it's something, you know, or Walter going off speaking German uh, or Austrian or whatever the fuck he speaks. Yes. You know, shit like that, it just makes you sound more – more of a badass absolutely and it, and it in the case of the aop it does add to their um guns for hire hitmen type vibe that they had in that promo anyway so yeah. uh, I, I was very happy to see those boys pop back up hopefully uh this will be the right way to reset them paul Heyman's always really liked his duo of big guys who's fuck shit up uh yeah so uh, i i look forward to them uh getting a, a proper run on raw uh elsewhere on raw uh speaking of big returns Rusev's back and he's cucking Mike Kanellis. Handsome Rusev makes his mighty return looking ripped with the he has the mustache, right? Yes. Full yes. on Bert's uh Bert or not, Tom Selleck mustache. Rick Just Rude. Fucking... Very Rick Rude. Yeah, well yeah, yeah. but you know, that's kind of Robert Rude's right. bit right now. Well, true. Uh a little bit, uh, Bobbert, Bobbert Rude, um, Bobby. But anyway, yeah, the the cut continues uh, yeah. on on Monday Night Raw as Maria, uh, you know, does a psych out saying uh, that uh, Ricochet initially is the father of uh, of her new baby. Yeah. Um, to which he looked shocked as all hell, which was a great reaction shot. Yes. And then it was what was it, Brian Myers or uh, Kurt Hawkins behind yes. him looking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. On the side, I was fucking outstanding. Um, so then Ricochet beats up Mike Kanellis, and then Maria says, "Nope, it wasn't Ricochet. It was this guy." Out comes Rusev. Yeah. <laughs> and Very then he beats up Mike Kanellis. Rusev back. Rusev back. Now I think it's going to be a swerve, and Rusev's not the father because. Oh uh, yeah, I don't uh, really think that's what's going to end up being. Plus, also everyone knows that he's married to Lana and all that. Unless this is going to turn into another. No. Weird Rusev nope. love triangle angle. 
Keep Dolph Ziggler away from this, please. <laughs> Don't worry. There's something else planned for him. We'll talk about that in just a moment or two. Although, really, Dolph Ziggler makes the perfect amount of sense for something like this because he's like a sleazy motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, his character. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know how yeah, McNemeth well, is in we, real life. We have, not, but... we have not heard. We know people who uh, did comedy shows with him, but yeah. no indication on what the real man's like. Um, yeah, he did not uh, solicit for cucks in the, uh, in the crowd uh, <laughs> that night. So I feel like <clears throat> I don't know what the payoff is going to be for this. Maybe it just comes to be that Mike Canellis really gets off on this, and you know, yeah. He just all I know it. is we live in a, a a reality where Corey Graves legitimately called Mike Canellis a beta cuck on commentary. Yeah, which is something that is not you know you have that's something that has to be practiced because one slip of uh slip of the word there and you have a whole different sort of thing uh a beta cuck uh which is so, just, just beyond <laughs> weird for a you know mainstream sports entertainment uh that, that's exactly thing. what i was gonna get at wwe yeah. uh, uh stephanie mcmahon especially always talks about how world wrestling entertainment is family entertainment it's for yeah. the families well, it's now, about families. It's about an expanding family. Uh, uh, yeah. Here's your daddy and your other daddy and your other other daddy. Uh, yeah. No, uh, the just I'm thinking now, granted, ratings, numbers, what have you, or at least those that we are privy to on the Internet tell us it's not really family entertainment. It's for people who watch the Attitude Era and still haven't given up. But uh, uh, hello. Hiya. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, What's happening? Uh I just want to be in that that reality where there is a family that watches Raw every Monday night together. Right. Daddy, what's a beta cuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's that's a that's a good sit down for a for a dad and a seven year old <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell's going on there. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's or, it's, or it's maybe, definitely or maybe that that conversation doesn't happen. Like uh, when I was little, when I was like five, six, seven years old, uh-huh. my parents exposed me to Saturday Night Live. classic episodes of saturday night live and i got yelled at once like when i was in elementary school because i yelled out jane you ignorant slut and i didn't know what that meant (laughs) oh yeah no they have they they listen you listen but you don't know what you're saying don't know what i'm saying so maybe somewhere in classrooms across america there's like an eight-year-old kid going oh you're a beta cuck yeah You can only hope, you know, that's really what we're hoping to achieve, you know, and I'm tired of people kink shaming Mike Canellis. Okay. You know, if this is something that, that, that he gets, uh, gets his stones off to, he's in the hot wife and good for him. Yeah. You know, he gets beat up a couple times. You know, somebody's plowing his wife. He goes back into the locker room and just mercilessly cranks it in the shower. Good for you, Mike. Yeah, good for You, you. You, you know, you, you, you fucking Jackson Pollock that, uh, that locker room, man. Yeah. You do what you got to do, man. Exactly. Then you make the young boys clean it up. That's what you do. <laughs> Lick it. Yeah. Like I'm just forcing yeah. his head e- into it. E- EC3 is still in locker room cleanup duty. That's why he looks so miserable. <laughs> hey, he won the 24-7 title this week as well. That's true. That's true. What a hot minute it was for EC3. Um, Finally a WWE title holder. Also on Raw. History. Also on Raw, Baron Corbin won King of the Rings. So talking about SmackDown. Let's go ahead and jump in. <laughs> all hail King Corbin, as we all knew it would be. I mean, come on. You knew it was going to fucking happen. But 
you know, it was a solid match. It was. Um, it was. Chad it, Gable still looked like a million bucks. So hopefully yes. this isn't the end of uh, Chad Gable's uh, current push run, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna take a. a aside that Brian Alvarez has been pointing out a lot online, which is, do they know how to build a single fucking baby face anymore? It's all about the heels. Uh, Because Chad Gable, had he won, that place would have gone fucking bananas. Cedric Alexander, for a hot fucking minute, was that guy. Now he's just getting the shit beat out of him regularly. Yeah, by the the good brothers. Yeah, like he, he dropped in less than five minutes to... Uh, AJ Styles on the pre-show on Sunday uh-huh. and then got beat again on Monday. And it's just kind of like, what? Why? Like, I, I get it. They they want heels to look, you know, important. So when they get beat, it's a thing. But every single baby face on that roster looks like a fucking idiot. Yeah, it's goobers. It's uh, the goober patrol happening over there uh, in terms of the baby goober faces. Uh, yeah, you, you got you to gotta do a little bit better with that, man. And, you know. Hopefully it comes to the point where Gable does do something because he's got nothing but upside, man. He's young. He's in great shape. He's got a great look. He's Mm -hmm. super talented, hella strong, Olympian. Like there's – I can't find a blemish on the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Maybe his promo skill. He's not not full on, but he's got but you know he's, he's got charisma and exactly. can cut a promo. Exactly. And you know what? You don't need to like have ten in all stats to be a superstar. It's true. You, you can be strong in some things and not in others. The whole concept of professional wrestling: accentuate the positives, hide the negatives. Mm-hmm. And instead, we just keep accentuating the negatives. Oh, he's everywhere. short. Yeah, well, yeah. you know. Shorty G. Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh, God. No, speaking, I refuse to believe that's a thing. Speaking of not really knowing how to book baby faces, over on SmackDown this week, we got the continuation of the Kevin Owens firing angle. And in a traditional Stone Cold Steve Austin style, just as one would expect, Shane McMahon was attacked by a Kevin Owens who came out from the crowd. All these cops had to break it up. No. It was he had no. to fight through all the heels. Yeah. He looked no. like an absolute bat. No, wait, nope. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Nope. That was an attitude era script. He A, despite being a multiple year superstar, multiple time world champion, all these other things, can only afford a ticket like six rows deep. Yeah. He can't yeah. be well, in the front were, row. All, all the front row seats were already sold out. Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. He can't he can't buy one from a fan. He, no. he, he can't he can't roll like that so already well, he's got two kids and like three cats and yeah. a wife come on man yeah he we so we've already made him look like he has no money yeah then in that traditional fiery baby face way of getting revenge he has served shane mcmahon with a 25 million dollar lawsuit for improper firing or whatever the proper turn of phrase is which that's a low ball uh amount if you're going against a mcmahon yeah and uh if i'm shane mcmahon i'm like what the fuck ever take the money get out of my face go away it's yeah. it's stupid uh, it's it's stupid on it's many many incredibly stupid it's incredibly dumb it makes yeah. kevin look like shit it doesn't make him look like a professional fighter which is what he is Right. Like, yeah, that's his, that's his prize fighter. It was on yeah. one of his shirts. And, you and, know, fight anyone. Fight Owens. Fight. He's a fighter. Yes, yes he's a fighter. He should be punching uh, Shane in the fucking face. He should be yeah. pulled out of the arena by cops. He should. He's 
he's evolved and is now fighting people in litigation. That's that's he, what's happening now. Uh, that's exciting. Be, Shane should be surrounded by riot officers, and then it turns out one of the riot officers is Kevin Owens. Like the, <laughs> this is this is it's it's not that hard. It's like literally you have a playbook. It's available for nine ninety nine a month, and yeah. you go week by week and just. Just run it back. Just run it back. Just run it back. And it's, it's free on Wikipedia. Dead. I'm just well, saying. That's true. Actually, you know what? It's probably free for them. You know, uh, I, I, although who the hell knows? With the state of this company, maybe Shane has to pay $9.99 a month. Just get those numbers up. Well, there's yeah, two. There's, you're probably there's right. There's 200 members of the roster. That's at least 200 subscriptions. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. It's deducted from their paycheck. <laughs> Network if, stipend. If that wasn't dumb enough. You had Shane go on Twitter on Thursday and say, well, I know we're in the middle of litigation and all that, but I will allow Kevin Owens to work this weekend's shows internationally. Just ruining everything, man. So here's an idea. Again, if if I'm thinking about Attitude Era type shenanigans for the super badass face taking on the evil leader heel, how about this? Kevin Owens, known Twitterer, hops on Twitter and says, hey, WWE Manila, WWE whatever, use the hashtags. I'm not supposed to be there, but I'm going to find a way in. Yeah. Be there how, live. See the chaos. Like, how, it, how much easier is that? It's yeah. So, have them so come easy. out from the crowd. Have them fuck up a match. Like, it, like yeah. there's any number of different things you can do. Like, that that are basic and cost zero dollars. <laughs> like it's yeah, he was already going. He already had the airfare booked for the guy. Or I mean, he's a champion. He bought his own airfare. He could yeah. do that. He could show up anywhere at any time. Like I, <laughs> I know. It, so I really easy. this whole thing continues to just boggle my mind as to a why it's happening in the first place and b why they're making all these terrible choices and c where the fuck is this leading i mean are they going to have another match where he get, you know if he wins he gets his job back i mean probably oh, and you know what it'll be sake. in hell in a cell now they've already done a hell in a cell and shane yes. took his big jump off of it uh -huh. and it happened it was great and you know that was when sammy zane turned heel uh -huh. um and everything you know shit just didn't really pan out from there. I just I don't see the end game here uh, of being anything interesting. Get Kevin Owens away from Shane McMahon forever, please. And, Thank and, you. And get Shane off TV, please. I I I would I am an unabashed Shane McMahon mark. Get rid of Shane. Just it's not, I, it's not gonna I, happen. I, you I, know I he's gonna be a prominent part of SmackDown Live uh, on Fox. Oh, speaking of SmackDown Live on Fox, we got the first match signed for SmackDown Live on Fox. Oh yeah, shit yeah, fucking Brock Lesnar came back. Fucking Brock Lesnar came back, and because he is Brock Lesnar and he has a Brock Lesnar rule, A, he can just jump to whatever brand he wants, and B, he's getting a title shot. Which, hey, I'm totally fine with, because Brock hasn't been on SmackDown in years, and this is the first match he's worked on television in legitimately 12 years. Yeah, it's been it's been more than a hot minute. Um, so that's exciting. However, Brock Lesnar's champion again? Is this is this what we're? I mean, the, uh, look, I, 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 I'm not saying I want Brock as champion again, but I understand it. I understand they were it sold too. on Ronda being on SmackDown. Yeah, I I, I know. I and I get just, I you get know, it. You need, you need the sport guy for what is supposed to be the sport show of the two. 
I just am fucking tired of Brock Lesnar holding a belt. You can have Brock Lesnar on the show. Yeah. Just have him come up and fucking run through people. But yeah. it doesn't have to be for the title. I don't know. Yeah. If he's going to appear on the show weekly or at least bi-weekly mm-hmm. or something like that have with the title. sort of regular cadence – then I'll have then I'll, I'll then I'll be a little more forgiving. Yeah. But if he shows up just on the uh, go home show for an angle and then a pay per view, that bit again, I'm not yeah. for it. Yeah. And you know, like I said, I understand. Uh, but also, you know, uh, if you have fucking you know your first uh, black champion going into the SmackDown era on Fox, that's, true. that's, that's true. also a pretty good look. Um, you know, maybe not so in the South, uh, uh certain respects, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm generalizing but, there, yes, obviously, yes. uh, the coasts would be great with it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting to see how the first show does. Um, I read something recently about what Friday night ratings for Fox are and were and have been yeah, they're not the summer. Great. No, less than a million viewers. So if they yeah. get a million, they'll be in a good spot. Um, and speaking of shows that got a million this week and on, were in a very good spot because of it, this is probably going to be the majority of the rest of the show, if I'm honest, because there was a lot that happened. We got the debut of NXT on USA slash the network yeah. as the new era of NXT began. And I'm going to say it. That was one of between the two hours. I was one of the best pro wrestling weekly shows i've ever seen it was really well done and you know it it i think they had to well obviously they had to come out hot uh yeah. in usa but i think in terms of for us nxt diehards who have been watching it for years yeah it kind of quelled a lot of worries that we had because you know we were very worried that vince would be hands-on it would have a different feel and all these, you know, things that we've come to love about NXT would be changed or taken away uh, or altered in such a way that we were like, well, fuck, it's just SmackDown Jr. now. Yes. Uh, but that was not the case. I mean, they came out hot. I mean, OK, the Triple H promo. At the beginning. <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to make a joke. Yes. No better way to come out hot than <laughs> Triple H. <laughs> it's very self-indulgent. We're yes. aware, well aware of this. But that's. You know, at this point, I can't be mad at Triple H because he deserves the credit for making NXT what it is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, it's self-indulgent. And yeah, as an NXT diehard, I didn't really need it. However, if I'm taking the mindset of somebody who has not been watching NXT regularly and Mm -hmm. as, you know, one of those Attitude Era people that just watch Raw and SmackDown and has seen the promos for NXT and it starts with Triple H. I'm like, yeah, OK, all right, let's see. Let's see what we got here. So I, I, I get it. Uh, and, you know, I'll just roll my eyes and move on. Right. Uh, but the fact that they started uh, NXT on USA era proper with a women's match, mm-hmm. it's just it just tells you the mindset of what they have is fucking completely different. From and, what it, they and it have. wasn't just a women's match. It wasn't just a random women's match. It was right. an absolute hot fucking fire. All four women going at it on all cylinders, high impact four way match with 
just crazy high spots, crazy moments. Yeah. All four women looked like superstars. Yeah. Uh, it was Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, Mia Yim, and Candice LeRae, and it was fantastic. I mean, uh, as much as I loved Io and Candice at the last takeover, I'd say this was on par with it. Um, just a really great throwdown from four of the best women going. If I were to have a complaint, yes, <laughs> which again is what we do on this show, yes, I would have shaved shaved five minutes off of Roddy and Dream and given it to the women, yes, because um, yes. it was relatively short. It was under ten minutes, I think, with a commercial break in there. Yeah. Um. So you know, as great as it was, it it, it was good in the fact that I wanted more of it, which is right. a good thing. Right. Um. But yeah, all uh, congrats to all four of those ladies, and of course to uh to Lady Ref Jess. Yes. Uh, yeah. I was actually going to mention that. Got to ref the first match on NXT on USA. Yeah. Very happy for her. Um, but that was that was really good. And then we got uh, we got a couple. I, I liked what they did with the really quick throwaway introduction promo to Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good way to introduce him to the you know the universe as a whole, as the champion, as a shithead, uh, and all these sorts of things. We had uh, the briefest of squashes with uh, yeah. Cameron Grimes, and uh, I even forgot the jobber. Um, but uh, but that was fun. I liked the stomp. Uh, the in- his intro his like. It's oddly perfect. Yeah. He's like this, you know, carny redneck shithead with like this weird top hat. I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm into it. It's yeah, working yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it's very unique and feels very sleazy. Yes, yeah, it's just dirty and gr- grimy. Yeah, I mean, right. that's pretty, uh, pretty spot on. And I like – that they had a couple of these showcase squash matches because you let it let kind of let you know the people that are you know probably going to get a fair amount of focus going forward and not just a Cameron Grimes one, but Zia Lee getting one in the second hour as well. Well, we'll, uh, we'll talk I, about the second hour in just a moment because okay. I, I think it's worth noting that when you sat down and watched it as a whole, it was a very good show as a as a duo. But it felt like each show was playing a different purpose. Like the first Correct. hour felt very different from the second. In there terms was a of disconnect. Pre- in terms of presentation, not necessarily in a bad way. That right. first hour was about establishing NXT as a brand, the type of matches, the type of stars you would see. Bookending it with the great four-way and the really awesome North American title match with Velveteen Dream and Roddy Strong. With Roddy Strong, who I'll talk about more in just a minute. Roddy Strong winning the North American title, fulfilling the the undisputed defeated prophecy yes um, uh, undisputed uh, prophecy. prophecy sorry um i thought that was fantastic because it gave you a glimpse of so much for that second hour to be filled with just an absolute like fucking peacock style rainbow of yeah stars and brands and angles and storylines and characters like it it set a message of what the future of nxt was going to be so it, it it was like kind of a yin and yang. It's like this is what NXT is. This is what NXT is going to grow into. And I thought that yeah. was really clever. I don't know if it was intentional. It feels like it was because you know the second hour having so much more of the NXT UK and two hundred five live um, uh, rosters involved uh-huh. feels like well yeah you have to be someone who watches the network to understand what's going to be happening. I, right. I just thought it was really cool to to sort of split the hours in that regard and actually make show f- make each side of the show feel unique. Uh, Roddy Strong, though, something I got to say, that guy has never looked more jacked 
in his yeah. entire life than he does right now. Like yeah, I, great. in my mind's eye, I think of Roddy Strong. I still think I and I I don't say this to make my indie cred. It's just what it is. I still think first time I saw him, two thousand three ROH, a guy who had like you know skinny fat look tights that were just a little too short for him so like his ass crack would come out and as cm punk said at the time on commentary but you can't say nowadays a man who had at best freaky retard strength throwing out some of the stiffest chops and craziest backbreakers i've ever seen that's my mind's eye version of roddy strong a guy who will be amazing on the indies but never get to that level the fact that he was in the main event of the first USA on NXT yeah. and looked like an absolute fucking superstar, what a, a, a level of growth and just turning into a real-ass superstar for Roddy Strong. Yeah, he did look great. Everything that he did had snap and had impact, and he really fucking tossed Dream up there for the uh, – what, what does he call his finisher, the toss-up uh, long blower thing? Uh, end of heartache? Yeah, end of heartache. Is? That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he like kind of – I feel like he goes a little too hard in the, in the tossing up because the dream like almost well, in a full fucking like rotation. I said, the 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 freaky R strength uh, yeah. is 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 appropriate. Uh, yeah, to, to but he looked he, he looked great. The match was really good. Again, if I were to to uh, with a fine tooth comb pick one thing, you know, it maybe went on five minutes too long. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I get the interference bit because it's the undisputed era. That's what they do. They're shitheads, uh, and they needed to fulfill this prophecy. So there's going to be some kind of interference um so i you know normally i'd complain about it but in terms of the story that they've been telling it made perfect sense so there's really you know no reason to and plus it make it it saves dream a little bit of you know cred by you know there were four guys down there that he had to fight off to 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 hold on to his title and he was unable to so it gives him a little bit of um you know badassery hang on to on there as well um but, you know, I could tell for, for, for something that, you know, they haven't done live shows in a broadcast uh, format before. You know, they've done live shows, obviously, yeah. takeovers and stuff like that. But, you know, this was a learning experience for a lot of those guys to hit time cues, to know, you know, when when things had to happen. Um, the only time I really noticed it was at the end when the after Roddy won and they were all celebrating down by the ring. The ref was like, go up to the ramp, go up the ramp, kept telling yeah, them to yeah, go yeah, up the yeah, ramp yeah, and do yeah. their pose because they were running out of time. Yeah. But they did a really good job overall of, you know doing the break you know scheduling where the breaks were in the match for commercials and and stuff like that everything seemed as smooth as it could have been i i I can't agree more uh so then the second hour like i said this was the mishmash of nxt and the sister brands of 205 live and nxt uk you had pete dunn uh and arturo ruros had actually a really cool match i i i liked uh the the unique blend of styles that they brought together uh and weirdly enough the finish was a tap out before the finger break which i thought was different well i mean it makes sense because you don't want your fingers to be fucking snapped so why 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 not (laughs) you can't escape you know give up i just thought that was interesting of course you were you were talking earlier about the uh the squash from zaya lee beating uh who 
believe it or not, still has a job. Uh, <laughs> Eeny bodies. Fall, fall girl Leah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just, <laughs> just put her in the mask. Have her start shooting mist, too. Um, <laughs> then in the middle of the show, uh, an angle for a match I never thought I'd want. But oh, now that they hinted at it, boy, it's all I want. I want it. Uh, we look to be getting a Kushida Walter match at some point oh. in the near future. Oh. As what looked like it was going to be a Kushida squash match, kind of like yeah. the other two matches prior, got broken up by Imperium, and uh, Walter and Kushida got up in each other's shit. Uh, Hell yes. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, that is such uh, ridiculous, like... It feels like they rolled dice that had <laughs> that had the names of NXT roster members on it, and said, yeah. we're going to book a match, and... Well. Uh, Look, if you're bringing over Walter and Imperium, you yeah. want to put Walter against one of your most badass small guys, and that's fucking Kushida. It makes yeah. perfect sense. I'm all in on it, and you know, um, I really love Imperium and the presentation and the pose and everything. Mm-hmm. Again, if I were to have one little uh, complaint, they don't have like a ramp anymore. Yeah, it's kind of it's mostly flat, so you can't really get that really low angle uh, shot on Walter mm-hmm. to really give you his actual size. Yes. Um, but, you yeah. know, again, that's just nitpicking things that I really did enjoy. And Kushida, you know, making quick quick work of Imperium and then going after Walter and then dipping out was, was solid. And I am here for that fucking match. Yeah. Uh, a surprise Leo Rush return. Uh, yeah. Continued on with the second hours. He defeated Oni Lorkin. Sorry, Oni, uh, to get a it's shot. A really good match, though. Really great match. And Leo Rush is going to get a shot at the Cruzador title currently held by Drew Gulak. So um, I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Leo. I mean, it's been a number of months since we've seen Leo Rush in WWE. Um, for whatever reason, doesn't matter. He's back now in NXT, and it's a good fit for him. NXT 205 is kind of perfect, kind of where he belongs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he took, you know, it, it takes a lot to, Oni's not a huge guy. Right. So to make Oni look big is, is good. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. but Oni, you know, Oni came out uh, guns blazing, just beating up on him. Leo Rush had the the, the speed and the quickness and uh, the escapability. It was it was a solid, really good match. Yeah. Um, so I, I was happy for that. Obviously, I'm a huge Oni mark, so I was hoping for him to win. But you know, it makes sense for Leo Rush to to challenge Gulak because Oni already had his chance. Um, so that was good. And then we had the big uh, the big brawl or the big street fight, which turned into the big brawl. Yes. As the main event of the show with Matt Riddle and Killian Dane, they did a really good job. Uh, teasing that throughout and mm-hmm. the the video package uh kind of recap of what's been going on with it um mm-hmm. and those guys man that the fucking senton on the concrete looked yeah. absolutely fucking horrible yeah like holy shit that had to hurt like yeah somebody shit their pants on that move i don't know which one maybe both but somebody <laughs> me shit their watching yeah. i was like oh god yeah. i just lost control of my bowels but uh it, it very quickly uh towards the end of the show because hey you gotta gotta end the show hot we didn't get a proper finish because it turned into yeah. a whole schmoz imperium the forgotten sons the street prophets everybody got involved in make it just one big uh brawl and the reason why they need so many bodies is because you need a lot of bodies to catch a tope from Killian Dane, which is what we got yes. in the end. Yeah. Um, so uh, what's cool is we actually know it's going to be coming up in future weeks of the show because they actually did yeah. a good job of 
telling you what's going to be coming up. So next week on, uh, I'm not sure which hour it's going to be for each one of these, but we are going to be getting uh, Keith Lee and uh, Dominic Dijakovic in a rematch from their awesome match a few weeks ago, uh, which they're showing highlights of to Mm -hmm. hype that match. Uh, we are going to be getting a rematch between Matt Riddle and Killian Dane, with the winner becoming the number one contender to the NXT title. Yeah, uh, I assume this means we're going to be getting Cole versus Riddle at yeah. War Games, um, and I wouldn't be surprised actually. Now that I think about it, uh, if that big brawl was to hint towards a some War setups Games for War sort Games, of thing, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the other th- other angle that they pushed was on October second. Wonder why it's going to be October second. We uh-huh. are going to be getting the Candice LeRae uh, title shot for the women's title. Um, Shayna Baszler against Shayna Baszler. Yes. So uh, I got to give them credit. They're doing the thing that you want any good wrestling show to do. It's building to the next thing. It's yeah. giving you matches you want to see. It's it's telling you what to expect the next week. And when you decide, hey, I'm going to come back next Wednesday and watch this all again, what exactly you're going to see. I, I, I like that a lot. It's unfortunately a lost art on pro wrestling. Yeah. And, you know, we spent the majority of this podcast talking good things about WWE, which is something we haven't done in quite some time. So it's yeah. I don't want to hate what they do. I want to enjoy it. And for the most part, you know, a lot of this week I did enjoy. Yeah. So it's it's exciting that, you know, with things starting to take shape on that uh, in WWE, you have AEW getting ready to premiere in a couple weeks. New Japan is still doing what New Japan does and mm-hmm. Ring of Honor is Ring of Honor. Yes. Um, <laughs> Ring of Honor still exists. <laughs> I, I think the advanced sales for their uh, final battle show here in Baltimore in December sold a uh, hundred, not even a hundred tickets. Uh, uh, what I will say is, I, I'm happy to report this, Super Art Fight Friday night at uh, the Black Cat sold more tickets than so far Ring of Honor has. So Well done, Super yeah. Art Fight. Yeah, there we go. Superartfight.com, yes. at Super Art Fight. Is yes. that what the, uh, yeah. the bit yeah. is there? Anywhere and everywhere that, that uh, you can find something on the internet, Super Art Fight, we're there. Yeah. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Tinder, we're there. Find us. Grinder. Yeah, absolutely. We, we yeah. don't judge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, at, at, at the end of the show, you know, is the big party in the handicap stall in the men's yeah, room. Exactly. And then... exactly. Why, why do you think we're only allowed to play dingy rock clubs? Because those have the they have the glory holes already drilled in. That's how we go. That's how we go. <laughs> Paint ourselves a canvas. That's wow. what we do. <laughs> Skip Mike Canellis in there and we're uh, yeah, full circle. Exactly. Just cuck right all over him. Right yeah. Bukaki. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to The Roughhouse at Patreon.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase l, capital D, N, 7, lowercase c, 3, lowercase r, lowercase f, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. 
Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. For over 37 years, your source for all things Lucha Libre is Renta Lucha. Renta Lucha. Our Lucha doors do front flips, side flips, back flips, cross flips, under flips, over flips, and every other type of flip that you could ever desire. Renta Lucha. Our Lucha doors will entrance, amaze, allure, and arouse you and party guests for any occasion. Weddings, braces, or Texas Tornado Tag Team Matches, our luchadors are second to none. Renta Lucha. Renta Lucha.